This CTN Viewpoint is brought to you by BlackBerry. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. Welcome listeners. This is Sanjog, all your host, and the topic for conversation is enabling secured innovation. And I have with me Tim Callahan. Tim is the Senior Vice President, Global Security, and Chief Information Security Officer with AFLAC. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Now, the reason we wanted to discuss this today, the topic, is because we see that securing intellectual property is typically very critical to safeguarding and enabling enterprise innovation. And we know that the enterprise mobility is mainstream and we have a lot more endpoint devices that we would ever imagine. And they are also increasing complexity and vulnerability. So what we wanted to see is to see in this whole process of innovation, since data is moving around and it's also at rest, how can an organization work towards building the whole process of innovation more secure and also all the brilliance that is being created as part of the innovation also secure? So that said, the first question I have for you, Tim, is for innovation, we know that we need to have our ideas and collaborative communities that are exchanging thoughts throughout the process secured. If you were to pick up the top challenges related to this specific area, what would those be? Well, you know, obviously in, in a collaborative environment, we, we, we need to be able to vet ideas and gain insights into uh, feasibility. And technologists will often use chat rooms and other out-of-company collaborative environments to, to vet these ideas. And that really pre- creates a, a challenge to, to keep that information. And one way that, you know, we found that we can help uh, meet some of those challenges is, one, you know, to provide a good network space or a, a space internally that encourages collaboration and, and then help the developers, the, the technologists, uh, see the need to guard our information. And we do that through campaigns, through uh, awareness, having conversations with them and helping them understand the ramifications and implications if our, our precious ideas that they're working on leaks out. And then by providing that good collaborative environment internally where they can share ideas and, and, and kick things back and forth, then you know, generally we find they're much more receptive to that. So when we look at anyone who's in the zone of innovation or they're doing some creation, if you go and say, you know what, slow down, think about security, they really don't want to. What's your message to people like those? Well, it is, and part of it is a true partnership, you know, uh, meeting them uh, and understanding that we don't want to be breaks. We, we want to be enabling partners, but to guard those, those secrets, and, and I think part of it is, is calling on them to say, you know, do you think your ideas are precious? Do you think your ideas are contributing to the benefit of the company? And certainly they want them to be that, or they wouldn't be working on them. And, and then we, we try to encourage them. Uh, to, you know, if that be true, if, if they think that their ideas are truly benefiting the company, don't they want to guard those ideas? And we're here to help them guard those ideas, not to constrain their ideas, but to, to really guard them. And, and, and so, we, you know, we find a lot more cooperation through that conversation. Now, whenever we have spoken to chief information security officers, of course, they say that they cannot boil the ocean, they cannot secure literally everything, that would be a crazy idea. And in order to really do some sort of uh, scoping 
for that securing, uh, securing the enterprise assets or crown jewels, we are going to identify which ones are those. But then when we look at innovation, there may be many other crown jewels in the making, the ideas, the intellectual property, which is under development. How do you build a business case for securing those? Because then it can also be poo-pooed by the people who are giving you the money and resources to say, this is, again, you're trying to boil the ocean. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point. Generally, what I've found in, in the companies I've worked for or worked within is, you know, it's not as much making the business case of protection. I think everybody gets that. I think it's doing it in a way that's easy or easy as can be and then doing it at, at a low-cost model. I mean, it's, you know, you don't want to spend more money protecting an idea than the idea is worth. And so trying to find those innovative ways in security uh, to, to secure the environment, to help people collaborate, to help people be innovative, but at the same time pr- protecting that information is really the, the key. And the key to that is some of the things I already spoke about, but, you know, just setting up these secure sites with uh, access controls that keep it in, internal, but does not become burdensome. Uh, I've worked at one company where we had an actual innovation hub. So anyone within the company, or especially in the technology area, could jump on at any time and share an idea. And within minutes, other people were uh, you know, contributing to the idea or commenting on it. And, and this was just a, you know, a very good collaborative environment. And it was an environment that enabled not only the sharing ideas, but the capturing of ideas. I mean, so, so many times if, if you don't do it in, in some kind of format to where you can actually record those off to, uh, you know, a safe storage place, you might lose those ideas. And, you know, when people are brainstorming on one of these chat rooms, uh, if you don't capture the data, you, you know, you can lose some very valuable ideas. So I, I think those are the keys to it. One is to look at them, oh, we are doing some innovation, so anything that we will speak or share or write mm-hmm. is going to be some sort of an intellectual property or something worth sharing or worth securing. Now, when we talk about the sharing and collaboration in general, I'm sure when you talk to any of your peers, there may be so many ideas that may be floating around. They themselves could be source of competitive advantage or the, and, and they should be secured. Now, how do you separate, first of all, and or if you're not able to separate, how do you prevent leakage of those unintentional but very valuable ideas that are flowing throughout the organization without calling it boiling the ocean and without not getting without getting any additional funds to safeguard them? Well, I, I think the solution to that, you know, you can set up a uh, innovation site uh, fairly cheaply uh, using just off-the-shelf type of products, uh, you know, SharePoint, for example. Uh, and, you know, so it, it's not really about a high investment in the environment itself as much as it is is to make sure that, you know, you've thought through how, you know, how do we control the access to this environment. And when I say that, it's certainly you, you want to enable all employees to have access, but you don't want to enable other companies to have access to your information. So that implies, you know, setting up uh, a, a site that's secure. And, and quite honestly, that could be internal. It could be in the cloud uh, in a file sharing uh, location as long as you've got all the, the controls around it to make sure that you're controlling uh, access to that and making sure only authorized people have access to it. Because you're right, you know, in, in the as you're boiling ideas, 
ideas, as, as, as ideas are brewing and you're brainstorming, some of those may wind up being nothing, right? It, it may wind up just going to a dead end. But sometimes those nuggets of information actually spark other ideas, and that becomes the true intellectual property. And you want to make sure you preserve that. You know, one of the analogies that, you know, I, I used to, you know, talk to my friends when I was in the military and we would, you know, maybe go to a bar and, and, and have a, a few drinks there and be solving the, the, the problems of the world. And the next morning we wake up and we can't remember what we solved. And, and we definitely don't want that in our innovation ideas. So we've got to make sure that we have a way to capture the information, to classify the information in a way that's, uh, that, that really takes advantage of the, that innovation. So with all of that you just mentioned in terms of that secure side, that's a brilliant idea. Now let's look at the other organizations or many organizations today. So each person in the organization has a mobile device. They are texting each other. They are sending other information to each other. And that's the form of sharing and collaboration they are doing. And in, in their mind, they are exchanging information, but they may be participating in innovation without even realizing. You know, they have not even recognized it. So you do not have a way for you to say, now you're innovating versus now you're not. So that secured side concept would become a blurry line for many, and especially with people having endpoint devices, wherever, whenever they want to collaborate and share information, they are doing it. How, how would that environment and in the way we are structuring and sharing information today is going to jeopardize or undermine the idea that you shared? And what do we do to solve that? Yeah, I mean, the, the solution there is it is much more complicated than an internal site, right? Um, so, you know, we, we know that, you know, a lot of people uh, use personal mobile devices. They, they share, um, you know, through text messages or, or whatever ideas, and, and they get really excited and, and they do that. I, I think that comes back down to, though, helping the people understand that those ideas they're sharing, if they're really going to be valuable to the company, they have to be protected, and they have to come back into the company in a way that we can execute on those ideas. Um, the, the most powerful message there is, is one of, uh, you know, helping people understand that, helping them to, you know, gain buy-in into we're doing this for the benefit of the company, we're trying to make the company better, more profitable. So, therefore, we want to make sure the information comes back mm -hmm. in and, you know, we provide these environments, uh, you, you know, the, the, these environments where you can get into it from your mobile device. Uh, you know, you use that uh, as the hub. Uh, other, other than that, you know, it, it's very difficult to control. I mean, we have – we don't permit personal devices we, uh, for business use, per se. I mean, we, we don't permit them officially. We don't we, – we acknowledge that they exist, but we don't – allow business to be done on a personal device. We give our employees uh, mobile devices, and, and then we control how that environment looks so that we can gain that information. Uh, and we're obligated to do that. But, you know, there, there's no perfect, easy solution to, to a total personal device. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back, and let's talk about the technology solutions that exist today. Do these solution providers understand the complexities of enterprise innovation? Are the solutions that they're offering really aiding secure innovation? If And if, if there are gaps, what are they? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back.
predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management and Document Sharing Solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. Welcome back, listeners. So what we are looking at here, Tim, is while we discussed about what the landscape looks like, what people are doing, but let's look at the technology solution providers. Do they really understand the complexity of enterprise innovation, how the moving parts are? Because you want people to be able to collaborate and communicate and create ideas. We, We spoke about different ways they want to do it. And the solutions that are available, and in your case, you're saying you don't use or don't allow personal devices, but there are organizations which is a combination of the two. So as you see the landscape, do you see the solutions really stepping up to the point where we are? We can say, yes, we are doing everything we can from technology standpoint to get secured innovation going. And if, if there are gaps, what do you see the gaps are? Yeah, so I, I think by and large, you know, our technology solution providers uh, generally have a keen appreciation for innovation and, and, and they understand the complexities because they're challenged in the same way, right? A, a company that's not innovative, a company that's not agile, a company that's not flexible and always taking the pulse of the industry and, and, and moving in an innovative way, you know, becomes a dinosaur fairly quickly in the technology space. So I think uh, our partners are, uh, are are keen on the, the, these things. I, I think uh, you know the the real challenge comes in is finding that trusted innovation partner, and and that's the the key. So if we are going to innovate with a partner, then you know we want to make sure that we have good partner that that we're doing things in the right way and with mutual benefit, uh, and and that you know the partner has to win, we have to win, and, and, and both of us, you know, have to, to gain. And, and that, you know, implies that we have the right kind of protections in place uh, for that from a contractual standpoint, et cetera. I, I think, you know, to, to your questions about, you know, our solution providers providing solutions that enable uh, secure collaboration, um, you know, and I think back to your question on mobile devices, I think there are uh, companies out there that uh, are, are providing uh, mobile device management solutions that both secure our data. The data, you know, exists encrypted. It, it exists in a way that we can call back to our network and and include that information in our network. I, I think there's still a gap in in the the people aspect, though. Uh, if if people don't understand, if they don't buy into the idea of securing that data, then I think it's it's very difficult. Now, in, in today's world, we know we are not chained or we are not confined to our like organizational boundary. We are partnering with other entities to sustain our growth and profitability in the very existence. So with that said, we are going to have situations or on a regular basis as we speak today, all organizations, almost all organizations who are connecting with outside parties in some form or fashion are exchanging sensitive information, which may be somewhere connected to innovation process but they may not have the commonality in terms of the levels of security or the importance they will give. How do we handle that challenge? How do we make sure it is a consistent 
securing of sensitive information which is being shared across organizational boundaries as part of innovation? Well, I, you know, I, I think going down to, back to some very foundational type of uh, controls, contractual controls is very important when we engage a partner. One, you know, the trusted partner that I mentioned earlier is essential. Um, you know, when we go to partner with someone in an innovative way, uh, we have to be dealing with someone that, that has an interest in this innovation and interest in the partnership. And I, I generally find the smaller to, to mid-sized technology and security companies fit that model better than the larger. And, and they're generally the best partners to collaborate with because what they're trying to do is prove out uh, their technology in, in a way that shows a good practical use. And so, you know, having uh, a partnership where, you know, we've got solid agreements in place that, that deal with the things like how are you securing the information, how are we going to develop mutually uh, this solution in a way that benefits both of us, and then how are we going to have ownership of this? And, and many times, you know, just to get a solution that, that works for us, we're willing to give back to that company, you know, any intellectual property ownership just to get, you know, a consideration on us getting that solution at, at an economical way. So, you know, our payment becomes the partnership rather than necessarily, um, you know, owning the property. But I think that's that's very important that uh, you, you work uh, in a channel, whether it's a, you know, extranet connection, whether, you know, you, you collaborate into a secured open space, uh, you know, in a mutual uh, file sharing arrangement or, or however you do it. It's very important to think through that end to end to make sure that both parties are being protected. So if you are looking at the very culture of innovation that we want to develop, right? Because innovation is not like, yeah, you can do big bang innovation, you can do incremental, but we say that the organizations which really want to be successful, they have to develop a culture of innovation so it's kind of embedded in the DNA. And if we are looking at that, and if that's an objective an organization has, how could we have security become a forethought and a key ingredient versus something which is an afterthought or something which is a slap-on or an overhead? Well, I, I think the, the key to that is, is security becoming a good partner. And then involving employees. We had a, a, a contest. Uh, our, our CEO actually promoted a cybersecurity contest uh, sometime last year where he offered rewards to all of our employees to come up with the best uh, ideas on how we can better secure our environment and, and how we can uh, get, uh, you know, move ahead with security. And out of that, we had over 100 entries. Uh, and, you know, we, we selected, you know, one of the best. And, and the, the best one was uh, around how to designate people, get volunteers with each, within each of the business lines, with each of the departments, uh, to collaborate and to become kind of the security partner for that that particular entity and, and work with us uh, to create this environment of conversation and collaboration and, uh, you know, working together towards that end. And, and through that, you know, we, we have now cybersecurity ambassadors that are embedded in our technology departments, embedded in our business departments, 
embedded in our corporate functions. And uh, we have visibility and partnership throughout the whole life cycle of, you know, coming up with the ideas uh, and implementing the ideas. So I think security always has to be at the table as a partner and not a, you know, not as a cop, not as someone trying to catch someone doing something wrong, but partnering with them to say, look, you know, here's the many ways that we can innovate. Here's how we can do it safely. Here's how we can protect the ideas. And, you know, we want you to go and, and, and go fast. And, uh, you know, here, here's a good environment to do it. So the zeal with which uh, executive leadership pursues and sponsors and funds innovation, what would be the secret sauce, Tim, that we could use so that they use the same zeal to support secured innovation? Well, I think that is part of the culture. It has to be, become part of the culture. And at AFLAC, we're so fortunate because our employees care so much about our clients. Uh, and and, and we, we do that. I mean, if you take it, our very products and our very foundation are meant to help people. Uh, you, you know, the, our typical client uh, and, you know, the typical uh, citizen in the U.S., I, I guess, you know, it's very difficult if they miss a payday, right? So our product is there for them when they need it most. That culture of care for our clients spills over into how we secure that information. And because it's it's got such attention from the top all the way down, uh, you know, people want to know, how can I do go fast? How can I innovate? We get it. We have to do this. But how can I make sure I'm protecting our client? So I think that's very valuable. Once again, thank you, Tim, for sharing your thoughts and insights about enabling security innovation. Well, thank you. I appreciate the conversation. And listeners, I invite you to find related conversations on our website at ciotalknetwork.com forward slash enterprise security. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. This CTN Viewpoint is brought to you by BlackBerry. BlackBerry. 